Daddy, wake up. Hands pawed frantically at Dan Lowry's arm, and a voice hissed in his ear. When he opened his eyes, he could just make out the frightened visage of his daughter, her eyes wide, lips trembling. He immediately grabbed for the nine millimeter he had tucked under his pillow and jolted from the floor. What is it? He mouthed. His daughter pointed to the side window of the RV, where a thin sliver of moonlight crept through a crack in the blinds. He padded over to it and peered out, prepared to see a face on the other side, fingernails wrapping on the glass. The window was empty. Still, he knew his daughter had heard or seen something. She wouldn't have woken him up if she hadn't. He pressed his forehead against the pane. They'd positioned the RV diagonally in a corner of the lot, allowing them a view of the entire salvage yard, as well as a clear path to the front gate. At the slightest hint of trouble, Dan wanted to be ready to leave. Now, as he stared out at the dark and ominous lot, he wondered if the time had come. Between the absence of power and the darkness of the night, the salvage yard was a tangle of shapes and shadows. And if he stared hard enough... Almost all of them appeared suspicious. Ever since they'd arrived, Dan had felt less than comfortable. But given their situation, the options were limited. It didn't help that they were alone on the property. Quinn joined him at the window and gripped his shoulder. With her free hand, she pointed to a group of dark objects in the yard. Dan followed her stare and felt his body tense up. One of the shadows was moving. Stay still, he whispered. The figure was hovering by one of the junked vehicles near the front entrance. Every so often, its head would swivel or its arm would wag. Dan scoured the rest of the salvage yard, but saw no indication that there were other intruders. So far they'd been lucky. In the few days since their companions had left, Dan and Quinn had seen only a few straggling creatures make their way into the salvage yard. At each time, he'd easily taken care of them through the fence. None had posed any immediate threat to him or his daughter. Of course, none had found their way inside until now. Dan stared at the creature looking in the shadows, unnerved. He'd assumed that if one of the things attempted to climb the fence, he'd hear it, asleep or not. This one seemed to have simply appeared... No matter how it had gotten in, Dan knew he had to take care of it. He wouldn't rest until he did. He rose to his feet. Before he could turn, his daughter snagged his attention. Dad, look, she whispered. Two more shadows had appeared next to the other one. Unlike the first, these were moving quicker, and it looked like they were headed in the direction of the RV. He scoured the yard. What he saw next made his heart drop in his chest. The front gate, the one he'd kept locked since they'd arrived, was hanging open. Dan lowered the shade. What are we going to do, Dad? Quinn asked. We're leaving. But, Dad... Listen to me carefully, honey. I need you to get in the passenger seat and buckle your seatbelt, just like we talked about earlier. Can you do that? Even in the darkness, he could see the outline of her head as she nodded. He stalked toward the front of the vehicle. His daughter followed, clinging to the back of his shirt. He'd just reached the driver's seat when something clicked the door handle. He froze, reached for his daughter. 
A similar noise sounded from the opposite side of the RV. Thank God he'd locked the doors. Pistol in hand, he crept to the driver's seat and peered out the window. At the same time, a shadow scurried to the rear of the vehicle. He pushed his daughter toward the passenger's seat and sat down himself. Earlier, he'd left the key in the ignition. He reached down to verify that it was still there. It was. He swallowed. Each day, he'd been starting the RV to ensure everything worked, and each day, it had fired up without issue. It goes nothing. He turned the key, preparing for the engine to start and expose their position. Only this time, when he turned the key, nothing happened. You've got to be kidding me, he muttered.